Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast and happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great, gorgeous, fantabulous weekend. And speaking of fantabulousness and fantabulosity, it is Jacques. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Hi, Tony. I, I wasn't expecting that. I just got like so excited that I, I lost my breath and I, and I choked. So are you um, breathless for I'm me? breathless. Turdy makes me breathless. But no, I am Classic. feeling gorgeous and fantabulous. My weekend was all of those things. That's so good. I'm feeling renewed as we head into the week. This is such an exciting week because Turdy's coming to town soon. So it's the week of the Super Bowl. It's the week of the Super Bowl, the week of the turd. And I'm just like kind of prepping my life for my turdy. Oh my God, you are? Yeah, like, oh no, I changed your sheets last week, so we're good on that. But I need to charge your blinds in your room. I just have like a running list of things yeah, I need to do. Yeah, restock my mini fridge. The mini fridge is actually going to come into my room for bottles in the night, if that's okay. Oh, wow, she's being demoted. She, Yeah, and I just feel like you didn't even need it. No, I didn't need it. I enjoyed or use it. use it. Did you even use it? It was full. When yeah, I there were sodas in there. No, I, I fucked it up with some sodas. Okay, maybe I'll have to get another mini fridge then. Yeah, maybe like a little bit bigger. The one you got is like a skincare fridge. You could fit like three cans. Yeah, why did I get... Th- oh, I got that fridge just for bottles in the night, just for like when I was hockeying, just to put it in the fridge next to my bed. It didn't need to be big. Um. So if you are tuning in today, which obviously you are, because the Toast is the most important platform on the planet, um, you might notice we're audio only. And that's because the Turdsville is extremely under the weather. And like, like you said, it's a big week. She's headed down to Florida. She can't be getting these kids sick. So I'm like in recovery mode. I... I'm really sick and I'm really upset because I love to be in studio. You know how it kills me not to get my vertical videos. I know, especially for a day such as this when there is so much to talk about. I watched the Grammys from start to finish last night. Me too. I enjoyed myself immensely. I'm kind of just like in my era of enjoying like mainstream popular things. I feel like, honestly, you were definitely like in your hater era for like a really long time. But I feel like... I feel like I've come so full circle uh, from like being critical of things that now I'm just like my expectations are so low for stuff and I can just enjoy it. No, but also I think everyone would agree like the Grammys were particularly fabulous last night in terms of like people who showed up, in terms of the performances. Trevor Noah was not offensive. Like it was good. It was good. It wasn't even about the star quality because – there were there's always like big stars it just depends on who you prioritize but just something about it was good the music was good the jokes were good Trevor Noah had me chuckling yeah he was cute he stayed on topic yep I think it's like his third year doing the Grammys he finally like got it right I don't know who wrote his jokes last night but they should be hired out for the other award shows it's like how do we make a joke about just this award show and make it funny. Yeah, it's ch- the chuckly. It's not like the best, most amazing jokes I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, chuckle, chuckle. I chuckled. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Chuckle. Chuckle. Got a chuckle for me. So, of course, today's show is going to be major recap of the Grammys, the fashion, the awards, the performances, the Luke Combs of it all, the Taylor Swift of it all. So, we have a really fun and exciting show. But before we dive in, Jax, tell me about you. About me. So, weaning cabbage land is going... According to plan, it actually, the cabbage brought my supply down so much. Like I wasn't ready to be done yet. And oh, I'm not I'm, a little too well. Yeah. And I'm not done. And I also, I was out this weekend, so I didn't do cabbage. I did the cabbage cream, which definitely helps, but it's not as rapid as the cabbage, which is okay because like I could go for an, still another week of like just nursing morning and night and nothing in between. 
so that kind of took up my weekend. But I, I also had just like, it was really nice weather here on Saturday. So we hit the pool. It was just a really fun, fun weekend. Like I know that everyone does like cabbage. It's like a age old thing, but like it's giving homesteading trad wife. I know. And that might be why I love it. Nobody loves it though more than Bruno because of every course. once in a while I drop a piece or I left a piece on my bedside table. Bruno, and he waits and he's so, I feel like he's like Edward in Twilight being around Bella and like not oh eating my God. her. Love that reference. Is Bruno sleeping with me last night? He was cuddled in my bosom. And I know it oh. took every ounce of willpower for him not to eat mommy's cabbage. Stop. That's like so sweet. I forget that you have a dog. Like how nice for you. I know, but he's going to be our dog in just a week. I know. I can't wait to see him. He's been so amazing. I'm so glad you brought this up. I was nestled- You actually brought it up, but continue. I was co-sleeping with Bryson last night as we were watching Curb and not chuckling. More on that later. Okay, so me and Ben started Curb after the Grammys, but I was like, I got to go to sleep. And it was like not keeping me It was enticed. not good. Yeah. It was, especially for a season opener. Right. And they like picked up right where they left off at the end of the last season. Oh I was like, wait, Maria who is Sophia. this wo- Love Maria Sophia. But I'm like, who is this woman living with Larry? Oh, yeah. That was, like, I didn't the know. Council oh, woman but I thought bribed. you were going to be like chuckling over J.G. Wentworth. Oh, like that was like. Cute. That's like your Ben's thing. It's like a dumb, funny joke. Yeah, me and Ben would write, not Larry David. Yeah, I thought it was all like really bad and stupid, except Maria Sophia stole the show as she always does. Okay, I'm obsessed with the Maria (laughs) Sophia storyline. It's it's actually so funny. I had forgotten about her. I like forgot what the show was about these days. And then Maria Sophia takes over the world. I love that for her. Love. And like and when she did that fake Jimmy Kimmel interview, she was being so funny. No, she she's hysterical. She's a star. And I was co-sleeping, nestling up with Bruno last night. And I was just, I was having a Bruno Renaissance moment where I was like this boy and he's turning three and a half this month. And wow. it's just time flies. This is my eldest boy. He's such a, he's grown into such a lovely young man. Bruno is turning three and a half. That's, you know, half of Theo's life. Yeah, just about. Not even, actually. Theo was not even seven, so. Theo was six and a half. Yeah. And when then he was said, When he was stolen from us. When he was murdered. Yeah. So crazy. I can't Rest get into in peace, it. King. Rip King. So, yes, I think we should just dive in because, honestly, like, I have so much to say about the Grammys. Wait, before we do, how was your influencer weekend? Oh, my God, I totally I haven't forgot. even spoken to you. I don't no, even know how haven't. it went. How did it go? Brokering peace amongst the influencers. So, I kind of threw myself, like, a little dinner party. Well, not myself, but, you know. You called Tinks. up your favorite influencers. Well, Tinks was in town. She was like, should we get dinner? I'm like, yes, but also Shannon's in town, so maybe you two could officially, like, meet. I've never even met. And then I was like, let's just get like the girlies together. Like who does Tinks know? Who should Tinks know? Who would Tinks vibe with? And we had such a good meal at Emilio's Bellato. Like the best Italian food ever. Chicken parm. So good. And the girls just girls. Like I kind of just sat back and watched, you know, like my work come to life. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. We had drinks. We had dinner. We went out for cocktails after. We ran into the Snatchler. The Snatchler. Was cr- she, why didn't she get the invite to the dinner? It was just kind of like an older girl, older sister thing, you know? I totally understand. She's like, she's too young. No, she's like my little sister. Yeah, no, and it was for like the mature influencers. It was for the older sisters. Like, yeah, no, the, we're I women in our 30s. I hear you loud and clear. 
But then we walked into zero lunch. Did she even notice or was she unfeminine? No, honestly, I, I haven't spoken to her because I've been like so sick. But I meant to call her and be like, that was weird running into you like <laughs> like a regular person. Like I literally walked into Zero Bond and she was right there waiting for the elevator. I was like, oh my God. And then we spent the night together. But I was like, that's like weird. so weird. We weren't like texting. That's so weird. Yeah, it was just kind of like with my cool older friends, you know? Yeah, totally. And who was she with? Her younger friends. And did you guys join forces? Yeah, of course. We had a big table. Oh, how fun. And then we like ran into some other people we knew. So it was kind of like a fabulous night to be in New York. Yeah, no, it sounds that way. It was I'll fab. Get, I'll get I, the full recap offline. Oh, yeah. And then I woke up so sick and it's just been like downhill ever since. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I don't want to sound like, you know, the teacher, but I'm oh, sure. Please. I'm sure the drinking and the hangover doesn't help the sick. I didn't drink. You looked like classic drunk turdy. No, I didn't drink. I don't drink alcohol. I could see in those eyes. I said, that girl is gone. She's gone, girl? She's holding it together. She's going, going, gone. I love that. Yeah, I see you. It was really fun. So good to, you know, have my my friends who are like sisters in New York with me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But not your sisters who are like friends. (laughs) No, no, honestly, I You're becoming one of those people who's like, my friends are my family. Jackie, my friends are my family. Like, stop. (laughs) But my family are my friends. Of course. Except for Margo. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Honestly, I need to call her because like it was so regular. Do you know what I mean? Like walking into an establishment and seeing my – this is my flesh and blood. (laughs) And I was like (laughs) – I was like, what are you doing here? No, that's really crazy for us who like have tabs on each other. We all like have each other's locations. We know what everyone and where everyone is at all points of life. Yes, like Margo, I guess, just like had plans that night. I had plans that night. So we didn't like contact one another. And then I was like, oh my God, I just feel like I'm like a person who's like, like distant from my family. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Totally. It's giving distant from your family. It's giving like cut. It's giving like Jordan Rogers. No, actually, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like the two of them just like running into each other at a football game. No, seriously. Like now that we don't talk. Now that we don't talk. So the Super Bowl is this weekend. I'm so excited. We're getting like already like footage and stuff. Everybody's landed in Vegas. It's so exciting. I bought myself a T-shirt to wear on Super Bowl Sunday because I was placing an order. I just want to say shout out. I got a bunch of stuff from Abercrombie delivered this morning. So I was good. trying it on before the show. Everything was a sleigh. I got, they have like really cute sports clothes. So I got a 49ers t-shirt to wear for the big game. Oh, I saw that they had released a collection of like NFL stuff and I went to go purchase it. And I thought like all the teams had such cute stuff, except like the 49ers one was kind of ugly. Yeah, that's how I felt too. But like I needed a shirt. So I'm going to bring my jersey. Oh, right. You have swag. I have a signed Kyle Juszczyk jersey. It says oh, from one not toaster to, to brag. Another. Not to It brag. says from one toaster to another. So like I'll probably just wear that, you know, just like chill girl vibes. It's not like Ben's. Ben has one, too. Oh, he, he wrote it twice? Yeah, we, we have, like, multiple signed jerseys, you know. He didn't write, though, from one good guy to another? It was before the good guys. This was, like, over a year oh, ago. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like, one of my favorite, like, toast lore things. Us, like, having one-sided beef with the good guys. Like, they don't even listen. They don't even know. I was trying to explain it to Ben. He's like, we don't care. No, I'm obsessed with us, like, just having beef with everyone. We have beef with good guys. We have beef with smartless. We do have beef with Smartless. Fuck them. Actually, that's kind of where our beef starts. And I feel like everyone else we have mad respect for. Like, we have respect for Tom Segura. We have respect for Tim Dillon. We have respect for Theo Vaughn. We have major respect for Joe Rogan. We're going to talk about that later. Jackie, do we have respect for Tom Segura? Because we didn't really even talk about, like, how we were... Snubbed. 
snubbed beyond. Like we put Bert and Tom in our fucking title. It just episode. goes to show you they don't look at the charts. Not that they snubbed us. I don't know what's worse. That like we look at the charts so much and like it didn't occur to us that other people didn't. Or that they literally saw it and ignored us. What's worse? I don't know. I don't know either, but I do have respect for them until I know that it's an official snubbing. I just feel like the vibes are good and I love Tom's book. I just feel like... And Bert um, went on Good Guys, so technically like that's family to us. As much as we we beef... Yeah, but Jackie, we're distant from our family. (laughs) As much as we beef with Good Guys, like if someone goes on Good Guys, like they're good with us. I I feel... Oh no, and if... As much as we beef with Good Guys, like... You can't, like, I can talk shit about good guys. You can't. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't saying you. I was saying, like, <laughs> we can. Oh, like, the, like, Like, you. they're our family. Like, we can say what we want, but at the end of the day, it's like, blood is thicker than water, bitch. Yeah, no, but, like, you, if you come for good guys, like, we come for your neck. Exactly. But oh, I, God, I thought you were guys. taking away my joy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Please, talk, come for good guys all you want. Okay, cool. Yeah, and also, I feel like if you have beef with someone, you could veto them going on good guys, right? You have like yes. final say if you need. I have them. I have veto power. Yes. Have you used? Have you exercised this power? No, because one thing about the good guys is like they're not going to run things by me. Like they just <laughs> do their thing, and like I find out with everybody else. You know, so true. It's better that way. But I guess Ben like knows who I hate, so he would be like he would never have you know Scott Rogowski on. Right, and it's not like a huge list. It's very no. small. It's like really just Scott Rogowski, like, who I would truly stop Ben from having on the podcast. Yeah. No one really in, like, the influencer reality TV space that you would stop him from having on. Except Scott Rogowski. Yeah. But you're giving him too much credit that he would even get booked, like, alongside the likes of Lala Kent. It's so true. Yeah. So true. Um, Okay, let's dive in, because we really have a lot of ground to cover today. Yeah. Hold on tight. Like, this is going to be a long one. There's so much to say. So without further ado, do, 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 here are the fast five stories that you need to know. So our first story is actually brought to you by McDonald's, and we're going to do a big Grammys fashion recap. It is time for a very special segment where we are going to discuss the best looks on the Grammys red carpet, and this very glamorous segment is brought to you by McDonald's. So as the lovely toasters know, we recently partnered with McDonald's to talk about their classic burgers, which are hotter, juicier, and tastier than ever. And we are once asking again for justice for the Hamburglar, because who could blame him for trying to steal a Big Mac? McDonald's patties are cooked to juicy perfection, and the cheese is perfectly melted, pillowy, soft golden bun, a Big Mac that now has more special sauce in every bite. What more could you ask for? In honor of the Hamburglar and his very understandable attempts to steal McDonald's hamburgers, today we're going to be talking about which looks stole the red carpet from the Grammys red carpet. Everybody showed up and showed out last night. Um, run me through some of your favorites. Okay, I'm going to start on a positive because yep. we're, we're extremely positive here. Yep. Miley. Loved. I loved everything about Miley last night, her energy and her aura and... The hair, the dress, she just owned every element of what she was wearing and loved 10 out of 10, 10s across the board. The dress was a 10 out of 10 for sure. The hair was different. Different. Like, right, would no. I wear the hair? No, but what, what, does, does it work for this era Miley's like currently in? Yes. It was different. It was giving like lioness mullet and it was yeah. very Miley. Agreed. I wouldn't wear it, but it was flowing. You know who looked amazing who did not get to walk the red carpet because there was like apparently a crazy rainstorm in LA hmm. was Kelsey Ballerini. Yes, always. Which sucks because she looked so pretty. I loved her dress and she posted a bunch of pictures on Instagram. Yeah. But we didn't get to see. And her like, glam was beautiful, but she always, she knows yeah. how to dress. What did you think about Olivia Rodrigo who wore vintage and who, by the way, was styled by something Navy's sister? Do you know that? 
no, I didn't know that. And I think she looks beautiful. I love a classic look. I love a, just going for a gorgeous classic look with a red lip and a hair down and a side part. Like you can't go wrong with that by me. No, that's very true. Okay, then we also have Ice Spice who was giving classic Ice Spice. She was giving classic Ice Spice. She looked adorable, like definitely different. No one else was wearing something even remotely similar in terms of like attire, but I thought she looked super cute. Yeah, she looked really cute. The Grammys is also like a red carpet where you're supposed to have fun while also yeah. looking nice. I feel like this is a really good example of that. And I think sometimes people play it safe on the red carpet. I like a safe classic look, but I also like when you go outside of the box and, and you nail it. One of my best dress was Sophia Richie, like classic, understated, so like beautiful pregnant woman. I thought she looked great. Same. And Christina Aguilera, I love. I agree that blue was Gorgian. Love this color. Love how it's styled. I love her. Loki, I love her so much. She's doing a Las Vegas residency right now. And like, I need to go. We also, speaking of Las Vegas and women in music, need to talk about Kelly, who's stunned in a white in a white gown. The queen was stunting as she always does. She brought her son with her. He looked so cute. Kelly looked amazing. Like, I feel like Kelly was just there to have fun. She was just living her best life. She wasn't taking it too seriously. I thought she looked amazing. I agree. And I hope she had all of those things. Another outfit that I loved was Chrissy Teigen. Loved her dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Paris Hilton looked amazing too. Like that color. She really kind of like Paris Hilton always slays. Yeah, always slays. Knows what works for her. Like doesn't try and reinvent, reinvent the like, wheel. And I, yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, I'm looking at this. Ellie Goulding was there. I missed so her. So funny. But I love her. I was looking also this morning. I didn't even see Ellie Goulding. I thought she looked amazing. But literally only on this red carpet recap link that I was just looking at is the first time I saw her. And that's a shame because when Ellie Goulding is in the building, you pay respect. And they didn't. No, they did not. Not at all. I would love an Ellie Goulding performance. I would love an Ellie Goulding performance too. I feel like everybody um, really looked very nice last night. I feel like sometimes these award shows can be like a little kooky. Like everybody tries so hard to outdo mm-hmm. one another. I thought everybody just looked like really glamorous, really pretty, very um, glamorous. That's the word. Lovely. Yeah. They looked lovely. Lovely. I loved Beyonce's look too. You know, it was very. Same. We didn't get red carpet. Her. We didn't get red carpet photos of her either, so we really didn't get to see the whole look. But I love her in a cowboy hat. Yeah, I thought it was great. People on Twitter were saying that Beyonce was giving Karen Huger. I do see the comparison. Oh, what did you think about Casey Musgraves? I'm looking at her right now. So there's nothing wrong with it, but it didn't like I didn't love it. It's plain. Yeah, but she's an elegant queen. She is an elegant queen and she really oh, and I can't love do any wrong. Sis's dress. And I also love that she put it back on after her performance because, like, that's how much she must have liked it, too. A hundred percent. Like, not a thousand <laughs> outfit changes. Yeah. Usually, after people perform, they put on, like, their next outfit, which makes sense. You're not going to, like, put on your, your previous dress. But right. if you love your previous dress, keep wearing it. I also just imagine, like, the feeling of being, like, in that dress any dress for so many hours and then like being done with the award show taking it off and like going to McDonald's like that is probably the best part of the night win or lose the drive through is the best part of the night a hundred percent yesterday Zach dropped me off for a manicure pedicure and when he picked me up he had McDonald's waiting for me Ooh. in the car and it was just one of those moments where it was it was one of was, those moments life was good <laughs> So thanks so much to McDonald's for sponsoring the special Grammy segment. They are truly, um, these are truly McDonald's best classic burgers ever. So try McDonald's best burgers ever at a McDonald's near you. So I personally, I would say my best dressed, if you had to name one person. Montana Tucker. Oh, agreed. Love. 
love. Goodbye. She wore a ribbon on her chest saying, bring them home as an homage to the hostages that are still in Gaza that everyone has just forgotten about. Forgotten about. I agree. And also, like, the dress was beautiful, too. Like, I actually thought beautiful. she looked amazing. Oh, my God. She looked amazing. Yeah. It really was, like, very star-studded. I feel like with the Grammys specifically, I feel like so many people don't go. So many artists have, like, beef with the Grammys, and we'll talk about that with, like, Jay-Z's speech. Drake has been very vocal about his beef with the Grammys. I feel like a lot of times, like, big, big movers and shakers don't all go the same year. And I feel like this particular year, we got a lot. I don't feel like we even got a lot this year. But I feel like we got the handful that I personally appreciate. But I And care about. Yeah, I don't feel like it was a hugely star-studded year, and I actually felt like the nominees, like this, they weren't, it wasn't the strongest year of nominees ever. Like, nobody swept. I feel like if, you know, Adele didn't come out with an album, not Bruno Mars or Beyonce or anyone, just the Taylor Swift Midnight's album, which for some reason I didn't think was going to sweep, maybe because Antihero was the song that was up for nomination, and I don't think that is even close. That's probably, like, the worst song on the album. Like, imagine if Mastermind was nominated. It would have won everything. Agreed 100%. It was not very competitive. And that's why, like, I didn't think Midnight's was going to win. But when it did, SZA should have won, honestly. I I really believe that, like, just in terms of the, the album in particular. Like, yeah, this was Taylor's big year. And the album is amazing. And it's not not deserving. But, like, really, it was, like, SZA's year. What's so funny is I listened to Midnight's backwards and forwards. It's probably my most listened to album, of course, after Getting Old by Luke Holmes, which was the snub of the century. Snub of the um, century. But, no, I loved Midnight so much. I couldn't stop listening to it. And yet, weirdly, I still didn't think it was album of the year. I don't know why. I don't know why I have like a grudge against Midnight's. By the way, I, I don't even have a grudge against Midnight's. I love Midnight's. I feel like with all of Taylor's success this year, it wasn't really even about Midnight's. That's why I felt like it, it wasn't going to win. Because every, like, yes, this is the year of Taylor Swift, Time Person of the Year, the era story, yada, yada. I feel like all of that success like, kind of has nothing to do with Midnight's. It, that is also true. But I feel like I even listen to Midnight's more than you. I can't explain it. I listen you, to you it. You do. I love it so much, but it didn't register for me as album of the year until she won. And I'm like, oh, duh. Like, I think of all the uh, songs honestly, that are on it. And I'm like, how is that not album of the year? I don't think she thought she was going to win either because she made her big announcement when she won pop vocal, which like is not like the most important Grammy ever. It's not like we would make a big announcement for it. But I think she was certain that if she was going to win any, it was just going to be that one. Yeah. Well, let's go through the show. Oh, wait, let's also, what did you think about Taylor's uh, outfit? I disliked it. Yeah. I very I much like disliked it. We we have gotten to a point where, like, we've really, we've done all that we can do, like, with this particular stylist. Like, I do feel like Taylor needs a new style mood board. She just needs someone to come in and, like, start from scratch. She is, literally any designer in the world would die, 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 die to work with her. Like, I feel like you, we were texting and you said this, like, it's almost like it's harder for her to look Bad. With all of the resources, she's so beautiful and she's got, you know. She's six foot. Yeah, like I don't want to sound like, you know, she's got a great figure. Figure. She's a beautiful woman. She has the access to all the connections and resources in the world. She actually has to go out of her way to look bad, which it feels like like she's doing. No, to me, like last night's outfit was a huge miss. I feel like most of the time she doesn't really look bad. She just looks so safe. And it's like, come on, we can be doing so much more. I felt like last night's was bad. Last night's was a miss. And the dress itself is a nice looking dress. And I think if she had worn just the dress with a different hairstyle, her glam is always on point, like, because she yes. doesn't really deviate. And I loved her makeup. If she wore just the dress and kept it really simple, I think that would have been really pretty. I didn't like the gloves. I didn't like the hair. I liked the necklaces. I'm fine with those. I loved the necklaces, actually. I did not like the hair. And altogether, it was bad. It was. And it's... It, 
It feels intentional. Yeah, maybe it's like an attempt at relatability, honestly. Like, Or just like an attempt at like, oh, you want me to play like the pretty princess? No. Yeah, but like she is still a pretty princess wearing a big gown. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. She it was just, take it was a miss for off me. for her speech, her final speech, which was very good. Better. That was good. Okay, yeah. So let's do run of show between like performances, awards, and just like general moments. Miss. Okay. Like first, let's talk moments. about Trevor Noah. As stated, the jokes good. were funny. I good. was chuckling. There was nothing offensive, and he stayed on topic. That's really all you have to do. And that's why when I say like, I don't feel bad for Joe Coy. It's an yeah. easy job, especially if you're a comedian. This is your trade. No, and Trevor Noah, I think, did, like, a little bit of improv because, like, people kept walking in. And I thought those were the funniest parts. Like, that's real talent. I thought he did a very good job. I agree. And you could tell he did improv from when people were walking in and he was writing jokes about that. And I thought that was impressive and and he did good. It's it's as simple as that. Right. The thing with the host is, like, we're not supposed to have, like, a ton to say. He's just supposed to sort of, like, get the show from beginning to end. Usher us through. And that's it. And I feel like he did a good job. Like, me and Ben chuckled a few times. It was good. It was good. Then I think the first big award of the night went to Miley for pop vocal song, Flowers. I was so happy for her. Obviously, you guys know I've been up and down with Miley through the years, but it's crazy how growing up she was my everything in this world. And I can't, I I don't ever forget that. And when I see her, like a part of me goes back to that place. And seeing her last night thriving and winning, I was so, so happy for her. Yeah. She deserves it. Flowers is an amazing song, but just... I just loved her energy. I really did. And I was so glad to see her win. Yeah, what I really liked about Miley is I feel like everyone in that room like takes themselves so seriously and they're so competitive and like everybody has such a big ego and everyone's just trying to be so cool. And I feel like Miley was there. She's like, yeah, I've never won a Grammy. Like she was so happy to be there, so excited, like really just didn't give a fuck. And she was like so unserious about the whole thing when sometimes it's like, calm down, you guys. It's an award show. I feel like her, her, like, her outlook was really healthy and she looked like she was having so much fun. Nobody was having more fun than Miley. And that's always going to be the person who looks the coolest. I loved her performance. I loved the improv. It started off weird when she was like, why are you guys acting like you don't know this song? Oh I was my like, God, Miley. Jackie, like, I, like that's Joe Coy. My, yeah. my biggest pet peeve is when people do that when she stopped in the middle of the performance and was like, why are you guys okay. acting like you don't know the song? She didn't stop. And I feel like she likes to do a bit of like cabaret talking yes. through her songs. So she, it, it was, I forgot about it because the rest of the performance was so good, especially when she was like, I just won my first Grammy. And of course, the whole time I'm thinking about like Liam Hemsworth, the song is about him. Like this was a low point when she wrote this song and now she's, she's winning. Yeah, no, it was a triumphant evening. Like she really, she, she was so happy. And she's so talented and her voice is so good. And I love when she gets to stunt on everyone in the room. It's like, oh, you don't take me seriously, but like, here I go. Yeah, no, she reminded everyone, like, she really is such a talented vocalist. And there's, like, this running joke on social media that, like, the three pop girlies who still don't have Grammys are Katy Perry, Nicki Minaj, and Miley Cyrus. And, like, people were making these hilarious memes being, like, Miley leaving the room of, like, the... (laughs) And it's, like, when she leaves the house in Hannah Montana that she grew up in, she's, like, waving. It's so funny. But really, Miley's just been one of those girls who, like, hasn't had a Grammy. And... She totally deserved it. Every time she was nominated, I knew she was going to win. I didn't think the album should have won, and it didn't. But I think that song like was really the song of the year. I also really appreciated Mark Ronson and Meryl Streep explaining the difference between song of the year and record of the year, which is something I've never understood, but now I get. And I do think song of the year, if it's about the songwriting, 
Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For? I was listening, that last night was the first time I heard the song in full and I was thinking about the lyrics because, by the way, I did watch Barbie. Oh and my I, God. Hopefully I'll get to my recap today, but if not, it can wait till tomorrow because we have a lot to talk about today. But I was just in awe of the lyrics, how it's like a song about finding yourself, but it's also a song about being a doll turning into a human. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I need to know your thoughts on Barbie. Like, just quick, please. I liked it. I told you, you would. Like, there's nothing not to like. Now, we could talk about, like, where everyone's gotten wrong with Barbie, and I think people are putting way too much stock into it. And if I do want to, like, go through the messaging of the movie, like, I think they don't even know what the message was. I think there were so many contradictions, and, like, they don't even know what they're trying to say, yet they're saying it so heavy-handedly. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. what? Um, It needed to end 25 minutes earlier than it did. Like, it dragged on so much. But, like... I enjoyed it. It just yeah. gets a little dicey when it's like, now this is the movie of the year, the Oscar movie. Like, no, it's not. It's It was just a fun movie. Right, right, right. It was just I, meant to be fun. Like, everyone's taking it a little too seriously when it's just a, a, a lovely, lighthearted, fun movie about a plastic doll. Yeah. Okay, Joe Coy. Oh. A plastic doll with boobies. <laughs> no, like, it's about a doll. It's Barbie. Like, come on. Let's keep no, it fun. No, sweet. Let's keep it fun and keep it moving. No, and for sure. And by the way, and like, I agree. I think the message was so confusing. Like, I don't even know what the takeaway was. But, you know, these underlying themes. By the way, people will say, yeah, you didn't get it, Claudia. Right. By the way, I just want you to know, there was no cohesive message. It was inherently contradictory and they didn't know what they wanted to say and they didn't know how to end the fucking movie. But there are these like really sweet sort of themes of like girlhood and all these things. And that's really sweet. And I think... When I, when I saw the movie, like, I had enjoyed it as well. It's, like, what the culture did with the movie ruined it. Yeah, all the, like, discourse about it and just making it something that it's polarizing. not. I think, what was that? Polarizing. Oh, polarizing, but also just, like, the intellectualizing. Like, it's not that. It's, it's just a fun, a fun movie. And I think also the people involved in it, like, really want it to be taken seriously, too. But it's, like, no, it, it's not that serious. I'm sorry. But I, okay, I really also- enjoyed it. And I just want to say... I disagree with you in that I think I'm just Ken was so good. Oh. And I like the I like the beat and I yeah. think it deserves to be nominated over Dance the Night. It was okay. like doing something different and I hope Ryan Gosling performs it as the Oscars, which is still I up in the air. I think he is. No, Mark Ronson said he didn't know. Wait, also um wanted to circle back on something from the show last week. Remember we started that list of random topics that became polarizing Barbie movie? Yes. And I couldn't remember. It was the Detroit Lions fans. They were like, if you said like you were happy that the Niners won, it's like you're disgrace. Like they were being insane. I'll add it to the list, though. Like NFL is polarizing. No, but this took it to like another really unhinged level. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, it's on the list. No worries. Thank you. Okay, so back to and then the second performance. And then Dua Lipa opened, but she was good and fine and whatever. Um, Luke Combs. Luke Combs was so cute, and you know that I've said like it's not my favorite song on the album fast car because it, it's not lukey enough for me and i like luke songs that sound like luke songs but seeing the whole package last night gave me such an appreciation tracy chapman sounded amazing people she, were like, freaking like in the audience like everyone was bugging it's like they had announced that this performance was going to happen i feel like nobody knew because it was dark and then the song started playing and then the lights came up on tracy chapman and people like gasped yeah no, it was it was so good. It was clearly such a full circle 
moment for Luke and for her to be performing this song that, you know, had its time and its heyday and now it's having a whole renaissance. I thought it was so awesome. And it really brought so many people together because everybody loves that song. And Luke is like, you know, the king of country, but now we're all enjoying this moment. Like there's not one person I think on earth who didn't enjoy that moment. No, no, I honestly, like I had tears in my eyes. It was first of all, for Tracy like Chapman agreed. This collab could unite the world. No, it's so true. And like the stats about this collab, like I was reading today, like Tracy Chapman has a number, she's the first black woman to have a number one country song because she's the sole okay. writer on this song. I was um, trying to explain these historical stats to Zach and he was like, no, the song Pascar was huge when it came out. I'm like, no, no I know, it's but like now. it's doing new things. And it's doing new things to a totally different audience and like a different genre, a different generation. Like, and I thought his perform the performance was so good. I feel like Luke really was trying so hard not to like, step on her toes, sing with like, he just really wanted her to have her moment. It was so amazing. And seeing when every time they panned to the crowd, like I was freaking, I was loving watching, like seeing other people receive the the performance, like Taylor, like singing to Luke Holmes. Like I could, like it was too much. Yeah, it was too much. Who sang the line about the checkout girl? Luke. Hmm. I, I, I literally, when he sang it, I was like thinking of you. Interesting choice. I feel like they actually say that line a few times. I feel like they both said it multiple times they were both the checkout girl and it's a long song and they let them sing the whole song like it was really it was magical I like that about the performances that they weren't rushed and there were so many performances where I felt like I wanted more like I loved how Miley went into Tina Turner maybe she didn't get the memo that Fantasia Barina was doing like a whole thing was doing it yeah Uh, but I mean I can't get enough of that song I wanted more Miley yeah, no, Miley, and she was being like a character, and she was just like, she had just won her first Grammy. Like, I imagine that was probably like the most fun she's ever had. And she always has fun, but, and I also liked in her speech, even though it didn't like come off exactly, I think, as how she meant it, which was like, these things don't mean so much. Yeah. It gave a little bit like, ungrateful, ungrateful like you're not going to be winning again anytime soon, now that yeah. you've just pissed off Mr. Grammy. Also, you know, noteworthy that she thanked everyone in her family except her dad. Yeah, there's drums. There's drums. And she has a new man who has that hair, who inspired the hair. She has a new man who has that hair. It's <laughs> it's so true what you it's say. It's kind of all, it's all I know about them. I was going to say it's all you need to know, but maybe there's other stuff I don't know. But it's all I know about them. It's the hair. Yeah, his hair is Which hair. inspired her hair, which I liked. It's hair. Yeah, there's and, a lot you know, of hair. Voltaire hair. Yeah. Um, other performances that I loved, Billy Joel. First of all, I feel like we were saying on the toast how like Billy Joel is like such a legend in New York, but I feel like the music industry like doesn't respect him. So having them like make a whole big thing of him coming, like I loved. I'm so happy for him. That new song was so cute. I loved that story with the songwriter. Like Billy Joel was like, I don't want to release music anymore. But then this guy was like hounding him to do it. I thought it was so cute. The song was good. And then they also let him perform He performed twice. He also sang, you know, during the credits, which I loved. Yeah, that was a a cute thing. Yeah. What other performances? Oh, Olivia Uh, Rodrigo. Oh, we'll get to Travis Scott. Yeah, okay. Let's continue on the positives. Olivia Rodrigo. um, I thought she sounded great. You're always so hard on her. I, I have very, very high expectations for Olivia Rodrigo vocally. And the last two times I've heard her sing Vampire, which is a very tough song to sing on SNL, she was really bad and I didn't think so this time like I just thought she could have done better I just feel like her I I have very very 
high standards for her vocally. You do. Maybe you have high ex- higher expectations for her because you're like closer to it and me a little zoomed out. I'm like, this overall is a really beautiful performance and I think that she totally, like, uh, what's the word? Holds her own in that room. By the way, she definitely holds her own in that room. Yeah, but it's a tough room. It is a tough room. She was good. She wasn't bad at all. But like, I just, I, I think vocally she... No, and I say this as someone, of course, with perfect pitch. I just feel like she could have done better. Like, that's it. Damn, dirty. Damn. Damn, dirty. Billie Eilish. Perfection. I really like that song. Only because I've been just hearing it now for the first time. Fantasia (laughs) Barino doing the Tina Turner. Obsessed. um, Tribute. Obsessed. And I was just thinking of Kelly in the room. And they did show Kelly um, towards the end. Because they're sisters in American Idol. Oh, so true. American Idol sisters. Also, I read on Twitter that Fantasia Barino auditioned for American Idol to that song. So it's a real full circle moment for her. Full circle moment. Also, Fantasia Barino's dancers, they were doing the most. It was electric. Like, that was just a performance that's like a real performance where it's about showmanship. And those are the things that I personally like. I like high energy. I like the costumes. Razzle dazzle. We're having fun. We're keeping it light. Like, that's entertaining. Razzle dazzle. We're having fun. That's entertainment. I like to be entertained. Not like morose, untalented things, which we get a lot of. And I didn't feel like that's what was happening last night, which is why I enjoyed last night. I also um, am just now realizing they didn't really tap Kelly for anything musically. Disgusting. I I didn't know Kelly chemistry was nominated. Like, as it should be, that album's amazing. It is amazing. But I do feel like Trevor Noah made a really funny joke that... um, was very yes. complimentary towards Kelly, which was that, like, if you step out of line at the Grammys, like, we're going to have Kelly Clarkson cover your song better than you ever could. Love. 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 Slay. Love. Slay. <laughs> oh, SZA's performance was fabulous. Yeah. Um. Now the performance that maybe you didn't love. Travis Scott Tra- was a disgrace. Yeah. And not even him just being there. Which is a set, an aside. Um, I was open, you know, and sometimes it, the Grammys or award shows, like I'll see performances of performance that I don't like watch their performances all the time. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? I get the hype. I thought it was horrible. Um, could have the breaking like, of the chairs like, needed to have a warning for like anyone with epilepsy. Epilepsy. The lights. I couldn't even look at my TV. So at a certain point, I didn't even know what he was doing. But it, it was it was really horrible on all counts. It wasn't the music. Was there music? I don't know. The chair. It was it bad. Was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Another bad performance that was like fake and like pre-recorded was U2 at the Sphere. Like how dumb do they think we are? No, there's nothing U2 won't do for a check. There's nothing U2 won't do for a check. Anyone who's doing like the satellite performance. So true. At an irrelevant venue or like for a <sighs> sponsor or something like those people have sold their soul. No, so true. You know? Yeah. I'm just looking through the list, making sure we didn't miss anyone. Um, oh, we need to talk about the Carters. Jody Mitchell. Oh, we do need to talk about. And in my, there's so much more. Sorry, we're not even halfway done. Joni Mitchell, like, I'm not a big Joni Mitchell fan, but, like, I understand, like, the importance of, like, her being there, getting uh, a Grammy and people getting to see her perform live. I'm happy for everybody who, like, that meant a lot to. It personally meant nothing to me retweet on that and I do like the message of respect your elders agreed that's always nice what were you gonna say we needed to the talk Carters Jay-Z's oh. speech 
Okay, that was like low key funny. Um, like he was being funny. He was giving like Kanye Kanye energy, but like I mean that in a complimentary way. Yes. Loved Blue Ivy on stage. Loved. So poised. It so actually lovely. is really crazy. I don't think I ever put together that Beyonce has the most Grammys out of any artist and she's never won album of the year. Like that kind of makes no sense. No, I never put that together. I didn't know who he's talking about. I had to ask. Oh, Jackie texted me. Who is <laughs> Jackie texted me? <laughs> who is Jay-Z talking about that has all those Grammys but never won album of the year? I'm like his literal wife. That's crazy. Who won the year of Lemonade? Because when Last I think year, about like her albums, I feel like that's the album that would should have won. Last year when it was Renaissance, Harry's House won. And I do feel like that should have won. Um, Lemonade, Beyonce. You feel like what should have won, Harry's House? Yeah. Yeah. And then 2016, oh, Adele. I remember Adele Ooh. like said that. Yeah, yeah, sh- yeah. That's a really, like that's what I mean. That's a tough competitive year. And I didn't right. feel like there was something like that this year. Me neither, by the way. Damn. Yeah, I thought his speech was great. I thought it was funny. It was different and fresh. I feel like it was like a mic drop. They left right after that. Like, bye. Yeah. And I loved seeing Beyonce showing showing up in a cowboy hat. Yeah, but she was also just giving like, I'm here to support my wife, who's ex- my husband who's accepting an award. Yeah, which I feel like, you know, everyone, like every time they leave their house, like it's for Beyonce. So it was nice that like Jay-Z had a, had a moment. Yeah. And she could just be a supportive wife. And just be herself, you know? Yeah. What else was there? The the CEO of the Grammys made a, a nice speech about um, the Nova Music Festival, which yes. was just nice to take a moment. Um, it was, you know, a little vague. It was bare, but it was bare minimum. He bare, didn't say the word Israeli, but okay. Or Jewish, but it was better than nothing. Oh, and Miss Annie Lennox, who's literally now my arch nemesis. Like, I never thought much about Annie Lennox, but now I wake up every morning thinking about how I can destroy her. Um, singing the In Memoriam, and she really sang just awfully, like really, really poorly. And I think that was disrespectful to the dead and all the, you know, friends and family of those we lost this year. So as if that wasn't offensive enough, she then took an, an opportunity to shout like a an offensive political statement during an in memoriam that's literally not even about her after like disgracing everyone with her vocals she's on my list i don't really know this woman i was showering and i missed it and then i didn't go back once i heard what she said because that's just upsetting and i was enjoying my evening yeah and she also just said it in like a really weird way like vocally she seems like a weirdo she said like artists for ceasefire which makes no fucking sense but i can't get into that but she said it like this Artist for ceasefire. Like she said, she said it in a really moronic way. Story briefly. We were crying. Artist for ceasefire. Like she was literally sounded so weird. She's a freak. Yeah. So that like almost ruined the night for me. But other than that, it actually really was a fabulous Grammys event. I feel like everybody who put the show on should be really proud of themselves. Like it was good stuff. It was good. It was positive and it was entertaining. And that's what I'm looking for. We do need to talk about one thing. Okay. It's really crazy how in like recent years, like the E! Network has so fumbled the ball. Like they had one thing going for them. Like it was always like they couldn't come up with an original show. They got the Kardashians. It was like the best thing. But they were always like the pop culture network. They always had the best red carpets. They always had the best correspondents. They always had the best journalists. And E! News. And they canceled E! News. I don't know why. Now they're like bringing it back. But we really need to talk about Laverne Cox. Okay. So 
E-Red Carpet was like during bedtime and I missed really the whole thing. I saw one Laverne Cox interview with B.B. Rexa and like that was it. And they so, were singing opera. Yeah, but that was kind of like B.B. did that. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying like overall, like Laverne Cox is not a journalist. And then and she was I asking that, for, like, for a makeup campaign. And she is like the official, she's like the Juliana now. She's like the big one, the mm-hmm. one, the Ryan. And I just feel like, no. Like Kelty is over there. They put her in the glam bot. Kelty is literally like a 20 year veteran of entertainment journalism. Like let her interview someone. Yeah. Heather McMahon did a great job. But like Laverne, she's really like, it's this is not her skill set. Yeah. She's like, we, like I just, I just want to know, questions. like, why? There are so many people who could, actually, not so many people, because it is a hard job, but like, there are a lot of people who could get the job done. I yeah. feel like after every award show, the reviews are, are not kind towards Laverne. Like, I make no, a they change. Tr- they tried, but like, it's her time. Yeah. And they have people. Opinion. Yeah. They have Kelty. Justin would do a great job. Heather, I saw one interview that Heather did with someone who I didn't know, and I felt like she kept the energy like really high. Considering she was hysterical. Tanya Rad. Yeah, they they there was a time where like they employed many many journalists, hosts. and now it's like they host. They bring people in house and they like train them a little bit. But this Laverne thing is just not working out. Like it's really not. Yeah, and she's the main one. She's like she's the one now. That's so weird. It's so weird. Well, okay. I guess I didn't miss anything there. I'm sure, like, there are things from the Grammys that we might be missing, but we'll trickle in. Oh, I'm sorry. Taylor's album. Or is that a story? That's a story. Um, Okay, so I'll wait. Also, Celine Dion arrived to present Album of the Year, and that was very exciting for everyone. Because she's been, like, going through it. And, um, And by the way, the gays... excited to see her. The gays are really mad at Taylor Swift. Like, seriously, they're pitchfork. Like, they're mad. Yeah, because she didn't acknowledge Celine when she accepted her award. But there was a lot going on. Yeah, of course there was a lot going on. And also, like, what we know a lot of things about Taylor. but And what do we know? She's, like, the most excited, overly friendly. Like, she's not a snubber. Yeah. Like, also, please. Lizzo was there, which I thought was kind of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think it was kind of bananas? Just because she's, like, low-key, like, being sued for, like, sexual assault? Because of the bananas allegations. Oh, oh, the bananas, the bananas, the bananas. Yeah, no, she's moving on. Like, one thing about Lizzo is, like, you want to cancel her? Like, she refuses to be brought down. And I do do respect that sort of response in light of a scandal. I really do. But it was definitely brave. Right, but, like, why? It's not even about, like, her choice of I'm not going to be staying down. Like, they they invited her. Yeah, no, she was, uh, she presented to Sia. SZA. Oh my gosh, sorry. I'm Where is not Sia? Okay. She is producing. Wait, I just heard Sia is producing a new album for someone funny. Hold on. Wait. Sia producing. I just read this on Twitter. Hmm. Oh, Sia. I mean, Sia. Oh my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Paris Hilton. Love. Love that. Collab of the century. Collab of the century. Okay, great. Well, I feel like we covered pretty much everything, but if there's anything that else that comes up, we'll, we'll pop back into the Grammys. And I think we can dive into the next story. I think we could dive into the next story, which is still like Grammys talk. So let's get into it. 
The rest of today's show is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TOAST. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 58 with code TOAST. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Today's episode is also brought to you by Haya. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, other gummy junk that growing kids should just not eat. And that's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved super-powered chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk. Yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full-body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste that they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. So Haya is designed for kids of all ages. It is sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. So it's just like an easy thing I feel like you can do every day, get in a good routine with your kids. My nieces and nephews, that Kayla, she loves that Haya Health. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash toast. This deal is not available on the regular website, only when you go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash toast and get your kids the full body nourishment that they need to grow into healthy adults highahealth.com slash toast today's episode is also brought to you by thrive market thrive market is our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online and then quickly shipped to our doorstep is a huge time saver i know jackie in particular you know feeding that big family of yours huge family it's not easy and, you know, I like to be healthy because I'm super, super healthy. Yeah. And Thrive Market makes that so easy. I mean, I'm at this point I'm getting like weekly deliveries from Thrive Market. It's so nice to not have to drive to the grocery store nor lug heavy things home. Like they sell Rayo's tomato sauce. Love. Thrive Market, like don't have to carry that. It's a beautiful thing. We get all of our snacks, cooking ingredients, like all of our spices from Thrive Market. It's just the best place to be shopping and you gotta, you gotta join. I'm, I'm sick of it. And when you join <laughs> when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. So you basically join and they will give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift when you go to thrivemarket.com slash the toast for 30% off your first order. Plus you'll get that free $60 gift at T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash the toast thrivemarket.com slash the toast and just know that as a thrive market member you are saving money on every single grocery order on average we are saving over 30 percent each time they even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands so thrivemarket.com slash the toast check it out thank you la you're welcome 
Next up, last night, Taylor Swift announced her new studio album called The Tortured Poets Department. She announced it during her acceptance speech for pop vocal album, and it comes out on April 19th. She said that she has been working on this for two years, and she was excited to announce it to the world. No, I mean, we're excited, too. A lot of people thought... She was going to be announcing Reputation. Her outfit was giving Reputation. She changed her profile picture last night, black and white, which is very aesthetically Reputation. So we were all just kind of waiting for that. I was not expecting this. I, like, forgot that we could get new music from her. I feel like we've been so well-fed from Taylor recently between public appearances, the tour, performances, things like that. So I forgot that, like, we also, like, will be getting new music. And it's been a year and a half since Midnight's came out. Like, it's not Folklore Evermore vibe. No, like, it's it's an appropriate amount of time that she made us wait. Like... But I just wasn't expecting it. And I, uh, like, we sat on the toast literally Friday. Like, how desperately we need music about Travis. Like, just needing, like, the smallest window insight into what it's been like. And her saying that this album is two years old, like, kill me. Yeah, and it's tortured poets, so that's not giving, you know, like, varsity fanfare. No, it's giving Joe Alwyn, like, aesthetically. Yeah, and he apparently has a group chat with... normal people about and it's called the tortured men's club the tortured men's club so people think this is kind of a riff on that I don't think it's going to be a whole album Joe Alwyn diss tracks because I think she's so far past that and I think it could be poetry about a lot of different things even you know something that she's been working on in the last six months and I feel like in the last two months where she hasn't been on tour she's probably been working on new music a lot and kind of like tinkering things I feel like there will be Travis messaging on this album, but it won't be the whole album. That's what I think. Right. It's not like lover Travis's version. Like that's what I need desperately. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. I'm so excited. Also just like aesthetically, this definitely feels a little bit more um, folklore evermore than it does lover 1989. And I just feel like recently I've really been in like my emo tale. I love like alt alt Taylor, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's what we're getting. Poems, which typically have a slower vibe, and the cover's kind of like sultry. It's very sexy. Yeah, so I think it's going to be like slow down. Not going to be bop central Central. in the classic sense. We did say that like Taylor's upcoming um, aesthetic is definitely going to be like a little bit more sexy, sultry, smut, and I think you know this proves that we were right. It's like a very sexy you know what, photo. You know what's kind of giving? I feel like you're not going to see what I'm saying, but if I had to like think of like a direction and like of a, a sound almost with the pictures and what we've seen, like kind of like Ariana Grande in terms of like the breathy vocals, sexy oh, vibes. Wait, you just reminded me of something. Best new artist last night going to um, Victoria, Victoria Monet. A lot of people like were hoping that it was going to be Noah Khan and they were like really mad because it was like the year of Noah Khan for sure but I love someone getting their flowers like she, honestly not enough people know about Victoria Monet she's literally like a Julia Michaels like she, the Julia Michaels literally wrote songs for other people sang for other people did everything for other people and then finally like had her moment and I feel like that's happening with Victoria Monet and I'm actually really happy for her so I'm okay with it who did she sing uh, for like she didn't sing for but she really like who did she write Ariana Grande like during like those few years where Ari was like doing the most, like that was really like a lot of it was Victoria Monet and Ari oh, was really? posting like so happy for you, yeah. Like a lot of Ari's success has to do with her collab- oh. collaboration with Victoria Monet. So it's nice to see someone like having their own moment. That is nice. 
And that's what she was saying in her speech. She's like, I've been in this industry for 15 years and she's so young. I was like, how old is this person? Uh, Claudia, I was thinking the same thing. I, I was like, she looks so young. I didn't know that she had all these years under her belt as being like a behind the scenes person. I didn't know any of this. So yeah. thank you for sharing. Yeah, I'm happy for her. Like, and I need everyone like being like, no, I can't. Like, calm down. Yeah, like he'll be fine. He'll, he is fine. He is fine. He's fine. It's just like a nice yeah. award to win. Yeah. And she was so excited. It was a really nice speech. And it was also a stacked category. Yeah. Like jelly roll, Nelicon, ice spice. Yeah. Like it was it was competitive. Yeah. Sorry, back it to Taylor. It usually is. Back oh, so what do you think about my call that it's like a little Ari oh, feeling? I don't like the call. I know you don't like it, but do you like I'm not saying I'm not saying that like I'm saying if that's the the reality, like I don't like that. Not that it's a bad call. Okay. Oh, okay. You're just in your Ari hater area, which is fine. I don't think that I am. She just like posted a picture today that I really liked. So now I'm like forgetting about SpongeBob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get it. And she's really doing the most for her new album coming out. And she's like feeding the people. Yeah. And I'm starting to fall for it a little bit. I'm kind of just like a mainstream Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah brainwashed can't think for myself pop cog culture, in the machine co- uh, consumer yeah 1000 percent. that's like, kind I of love what that. i am today i love that next like iteration for you you know yeah just tired of reading too much into stuff like it's so inje- true inject my beliefs into my veins just enjoy <laughs> i'm just along for the ride people yeah yeah who's who else should i like then Oh, like industry plant energy? Yeah. A lot of people were saying Lainey Wilson is an industry plant. She won again last night, which like Loki was crazy. I also think that the nominees for Best Country Album like were bad. So like I don't know how you can nominate the Best Country Albums and not include Luke Holmes or Morgan Wallen who literally sold like a million copies of their no, – like it's just insane. It's insane. And it didn't matter who won because the real people weren't nominated. Like yeah. how Luke wasn't – I mean Morgan Wallen too but like the way you guys know how I feel about yeah. Luke's album. Like what? No question mark. Where are you? No and it's like – I hope they felt dumb after last night when it's like Luke stole the show. Luke represented country music. Everybody loves Luke. Everybody loves Luke. And he was so gracious, yeah, even he though was. he was so thoroughly snubbed on every count. So true. But that's a gracious king that he still came and supported that's their my, little show. That's my gracious king right there. <laughs> that's my gracious king right there. Okay, so Tortured Poets Department. Mm-hmm. April Hopefully 19th. We'll get like a single or something. April 19th, an important day in Toast Her Street. But she has got to stop. She, like making the lead single the worst song on the album it's gotta oh, stop know. like so anti-hero being representative of midnights is a travesty no like when you travis bridge, when you hear the bridge to dear reader like how you like it's insane i completely agree but that's taylor's formula it's worked for her for many many years that's what she does always we are never getting back together i knew your trouble the worst most corny pop songs always are her lead singles because they get played on the radio. It's the formula of the music industry. Like, there's a reason why she does it, but it's annoying as fuck. There's no reason why Mastermind couldn't have been that song. No, I think there is a reason. Let me say, let me let me present a couple others quickly, if I may. I mean, you're on your own, kid? Yeah. So many songs from Midnight's could have been the lead Question? single. Question? No. 
I guess a lot of the ones I like are sad. Oh, what did you think about Taylor Swift like making Lana Del Rey come up on stage with her to accept her award? It was weird. Yeah, because I didn't really like Lana was nominated in that category, so she just lost. She had just lost. It's giving like I can't go anywhere without my best friend, you know? Yeah, but she like was on stage already with Jack and Claire and like all the girlies. Yeah, who was that woman? Claire? That's like her audio girly, and she has been working together with her for a while. Like if you look at when she won folklore, she was on stage with her too. Okay. She's cool. like a sound mixer, engineer, something like that. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, I guess. But Lana Del Rey, don't forget, is on Midnight's. Yeah, you know, she's a collaborator. So, like, I, there's a tie-in. But you could tell she, like, didn't want to go. Yeah, but was it because she had lost her because she didn't want to make, like, Taylor – she was like, don't being, not being like, hey, look at me. Because she doesn't seem yeah. very, hey, look at me. No, not at all. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay. Well, that's now our final Grammys yes. recap. Any other thoughts on Taylored? No. But I, if I do, you know, I'll share them throughout the week. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Going back to one of our favorite subjects. I just feel like we're like, I, in the words of the kids, like we we ate today with these stories because this could be a whole oh, another episode. She said we ate today with these stories. Okay. <laughs> we're eating good. Okay. Contra- oh, sorry, I'm not going to read this propaganda headline. Joe Rogan signs a new deal with Spotify for reported oh, what was 250. The, what was the headline? Controversial? <laughs> Controversial podcast host Joe That's Rogan. Funny. I'm sorry. Like biggest motherfucking podcast in the world. Joe Rogan signs another deal yeah. with Spotify for reported up to $250 million. This is also crazy because it's not an exclusive to Spotify deal. The show will be distributed everywhere. So they're just like paying for the pleasure of hosting him yeah that's really crazy like well it's actually not crazy that they renegotiated his contract like I think it was a very good investment for them many years ago what the 100 million dollars to Spotify is not a lot of money and them you know renewing his contract isn't crazy the amount is really crazy but also the amount while also he's going to be able to put some of his videos on YouTube you're going to be able to listen to the podcast like on other platforms that's really crazy yeah, also it's crazy in light of the fact that Spotify has wound down their podcasting their original, department yeah. and the messaging has sort of been like we are channeling our efforts elsewhere. But like for Joe Rogan, obviously his investment was such a success yeah. that they're like tripling it and giving him more freedom. Oh, and this is in light of all the controversy surrounding Joe Rogan, where at a time it was like, is Spotify going to drop him? Artists right, were all the leaving employees. the platform. The employees, the artists were, who left the platform. And it's like, oh no, he's making us so much money that we don't even care about all of that. And guess what? We're going to do it again. No, but also like situations like that, like our, uh, net net are good for a podcast. Like It's like press is good press. People are going to tune in what's everyone crying about. Yeah, especially good for a podcast like Joe Rogan where it is his brand to not really care. You know, it's not like he's a press darling. It's like, oh, I'm getting right. bad press. Sorry, Backlash. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I'll like very better. renegade. It's very renegade energy. Right. But no, this is just like the uh, proof is in the pudding sort of thing because everybody can like have all their opinions and write all their open letters. But at the end of the day, like he's making bank for them. No, and okay, they're, that's so crazy. $250 million. This is the biggest podcast contract. Yeah, and we don't even know the de- – first of all, it's, this is one of those that is reported. So it's like – Yeah. And I do feel like with the $100 million contract last time, it wasn't the full story. I think he was you making think it was a lot more? more than that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was like, who was selling his ads? Who's making the ad money? Does he get $250 million just to have Spotify on the name of his show, but he also makes his ad revenue and Spotify's just selling his ads? No, no. They keep the ad revenue. No, I don't think they do, Claudia. I think they do. We don't know for sure, but my guess is that they don't, and your guess is that they do. Oh, my guess is that they 100% do. My guess is that it's a rev share. No, 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 no. They're paying for the for the privilege of of your show. And like all that comes with it. That's what I really think. But like in the deal just got even like looser than the last well, one. Well, this one, I don't know. Yeah, this deal is like nuts. Yeah. This deal is like Joe Rogan, please just like say the name Spotify once and we'll give you millions. Yeah, literally. It's just very interesting to get paid such a hefty sum and not have your show be exclusive on Spotify. Yeah. That's really crazy. So he'll be back on the charts, slugging it with the rest Ugh, of us. Fuck. It was fun being number one and two for a while. It was fun, Joe. Fuck. But Between I guess we'll lists, go back to be number three. Big time. But it's also, he puts out so many episodes, so he just like congests the whole top ten By the way, episodes. so do we. That's what people think about us. Like we're all over the charts because oh. we have so many episodes. Okay, I love that for we're us. Just, we're kind of like the Joe Rogan of like pop culture, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Totally. Totally. I'm happy for him. Like on the fact that like money is still being spent on podcasting is, is so great for the industry. Great for the medium. Happy for him. Know that I am. Wish it was me. Happy for you. Yeah. And he he's great for the industry. He is the yeah. industry. It's true. But no, I think he sets great precedent and he doesn't back down. And you know what? And he still gets paid. True. And the proof is in the pudding. And if people listen to your show, they're going to pay you. If people, so true. So... I think it's all good. Me too. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Switching gears. Yes, I am. Candy Burris exits Real Housewives of Atlanta after 14 seasons saying, I'm not coming back this year. This the is long like time, end of an era type shit. Yeah. The longtime Real Housewives of Atlanta star revealed at the 2024 Grammy Awards on Sunday that she's exiting the Bravo reality show after 14 consecutive seasons. I decided I'm not coming back this year, she told Variety on the red carpet. It's been 14 seasons and they allowed us to sit around for a little too long. But during that time, I had started working on a lot of other things and I've got some nice big projects coming soon. So I'm super excited about those things. I mean, crazy, first of all. Like she's so OG. Her announcement was so low key. Like no statement, no press release, just like on the red carpet being asked. And she's like, yeah, I'm not coming back. Very low key. Not shocking. The franchise has fallen off. Yeah. And she's one, I think, of the last remaining OOOGs. Like, Sheree has come and gone. Marla wasn't full-time. Nene left. So she's definitely, I think, one of the last. It's time. It's the end of an era, but, like, it's sad. But she wasn't on season one. She wasn't? No. I don't remember her being on season one. Candy Burris... No, never mind. I just, I consider her like a She is like an OG. But is she not? What season did, oh, she joined in the second season. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, that's an OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's an OG in colloquially. Yeah. And she, I just like consider her, she's like a backbone of that franchise. But the franchise has fallen off. They need like a big restructure like they did with New York. But I don't know if that necessarily even worked out. Um, so it, it is her time and she's, I feel like she'll continue to do like girls trip cause she just did a girls trip that people love. And she like has her show on the network, right? Which one? Uh, Candy's 
she has had like a bunch of spinoffs. I don't know if she currently has any. She had like a wedding special. She had one with her band, Escape. I thought she had one with her family. She did. She did. I don't know if it's still on. Got it. Okay. Yeah, she has a lot. Candy and the gang. She's She has had, she had like the old lady gang with her mom. Like she has a lot going on. I'm not worried about her like, you know, business wise. Candy ski trip. Yeah, she's had like a million. <laughs> Wait, I have to watch that. <laughs> Spinoffs, yeah. That's hysterical. End of an era. End of an era. So those are the past five stories. You absolutely needed to know them because you it did. was a big, it was a big weekend in pop culture. It's going to be a big week. And then we have the Super Bowl this weekend. So you guys stay dressed and stay alert. Anything can I happen really, this week. I really, really hope I'll be back in the studio tomorrow. I'm going to the doctor today. So pray for your girl. Yeah, just take it easy. I know. Like, make a soup. Have your husband oh. make you a soup, asterisk. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, Castbox, all the places you have podcasts, by us and Toast of Millennium Five Stars. We've a beautiful setting and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. Love ya. Bye.